Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hundreds of people came together last night to honor Marine Staff Sergeant Taylor Hoover, who was tragically killed in a suicide bombing attack outside the Kabul airport last week. The vigil was held outside the Utah State Capitol. Jenny Taylor, who emceed the event uh, and is everywhere, uh, helping us as we recognize this new Gold Star family and the Gold Star community uh, that that represents. Uh, she joins us in studio to talk about that today. Great to be with you, Boyd. <laughs> it is always great to have you in studio. Uh, give us your perspective. We were just talking before we came on air 48 hours ago. Uh, you had no idea you'd be standing on the steps yeah, of the United know, States Capitol. Earlier, earlier, a couple of days into the week, you know, when we had heard of the tragic deaths in Afghanistan, and I remember talking with a friend here who asked me, do you think there's anyone from Utah? And we both said, oh, I hope not. I pray not. You know, our, our, that sick to your stomach feeling. Within hours, the news was broadcast that we had lost uh, Staff Sergeant Hoover, and we came together over the weekend, I feel, with two missions, and I think they were both very well accomplished. We came together to share in our sorrow and to express gratitude and grief and to express that gratitude to the family, to the the friends and mentors and teachers who raised that wonderful young man, express gratitude to the many veterans and active service members who were with us last night, express gratitude for the way the state of Utah came together over a weekend. And nobody said, hey, sorry, we're closed for business. Call back on Monday. Everything fell into place so beautifully. We shared in that sorrow. We expressed our gratitude, and we came together to grieve as a community. Oh, wonderful. One of those that was there and a tweet that caught uh, our attention uh, was from State Senator Kathleen Reby, who represents the Cottonwood Heights and Midvale areas in the Utah State Senate. Uh, she's also got an education background, understands how important those teaching moments are. She joins us on the line now. Uh, Senator Reby, uh, you tweeted something that uh, really caught my attention and, and kind of epitomized how I felt uh, watching that play out last night. Share that with us. Um, my daughter and I went up there last night and we met uh, Representative King and we just really discussed how beautiful it was that so many people could come together so quickly as the uh, previous speaker just said. Um, it was really nice to see so many flags and service people. And um, I saw a tweet from uh, Canyon School District with a picture of him playing football, his football picture, and it just, Hillcrest High, I'd just been to the opening of the Hillcrest High and it's just it, that's what Utah's all about bringing out bringing out people to support one another and um with all that's been going on it's just so nice to see that Utah can come together and just express gratitude and honor 
the sacrifice that this young gentleman had made. Yeah, so important, uh, Senator Reby. And, uh, you know, we've been talking about this idea of this this is Utah at its best. We can we can take all the politics and all of the other challenges that we have in the state, in our communities, in the country, uh, and on very short notice, uh, the best that is Utah comes together. Uh, Jenny, as you stood there on the steps uh, with uh, Senator Reby and a host of other uh, people from all walks of life, it wasn't just elected officials or business leaders. Uh, I mean, it was everything. There was one, there was one of everything. I swear on the Capitol yesterday. Uh, tell us, describe that to us, and what does what does that mean to you as a Gold Star spouse, a Gold Star family? What does that mean to you? You know, I left that evening last night completely energized, which might mm. feel almost out of place for yeah. such a somber event. But getting there and with the heartache and seeing the family grieving and the the community coming together, but realizing, like you said, young and old were there, veteran and civilian, elected official and blue-collar worker. It didn't matter. Nobody asked what your political affiliation or religious preference was. None of that was even on the table. What was on the table was we love this family, we appreciate this sacrifice, and we're here to represent what America represents. One of the remarks I made last night was, there's no question in the state of Utah what the American flag stands for. Mm-hmm. I know right now there's some national debate as to what it symbolizes, and I know that that can get sensitive, and I don't mean to be disrespectful there. But in this state, that flag represents beautiful things, freedom, liberty, justice, sacrifice. And you'll never question if we're going to stand for that flag, particularly when that flag hangs at half-mast. Yeah, the half-mast is is such a powerful image, I think, in terms of the country coming together. Uh, Senator Reby, uh, you mentioned that you and, and Representative King uh, were there last night. And again, this is really a transcending uh, politics moment. Uh, but as you looked on at that uh, at that family, uh, that grieving family, and again, all the diverse folks that came together, uh, any takeaway thoughts uh, for you as uh, as you went there last night? But more importantly, as you left there last night, did you leave different? Uh, I'm going to have to agree with what uh, Jenny said. It's, it was it, you just made you feel good. I mean, there's so much going on in our country right now, in our state, and just to know that. We're all here to support the people that make the ultimate sacrifice and how it just felt so heartwarming to know that, you know, we all can come together for this cause to support a family and to support our our servicemen. And um, it just made me feel really happy to know that we can put these things aside and really join and support our families. So I'd have to agree with Jenny. Wonderful. Uh, Jenny, I'm going to give last question. uh, Oh, Jenny, sorry. Uh, no, you, no, you got it right, Senator. You got it right. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So, Jenny, as as we kind of round this out, um, you know, I, I often say that our politics has failed, but America won't. And I really believe America won't fail because of places like Utah, because of communities like that. Uh, you've gone through this process uh, and forever go through this process every day. Uh, as you look at uh, what this means in terms of where we go as a community, uh, what are your thoughts? I think we, wherever we go, we go together. We lift where we stand. We sometimes feel, especially right now, I wish I could be somewhere else in the world and solve all of these problems. I wish I had millions of dollars and resources and a magic wand to take away the hurt and the anguish of so many people in so many countries, not just Afghanistan. But in reality, what if I were to just be nicer at home? 
What if I could help the local school or maybe a, a food pantry or a soup kitchen? What if I could clean up some garbage at the neighborhood park? Or what if I could have a civil conversation with someone who disagrees with me? You know, maybe that's the greatest contribution I can make. Maybe that's the biggest difference. And I think that's where Utah leads the way. We don't all think alike. We don't have a one-size-fits-all mentality. I know sometimes we get that reputation in Utah, but anybody who's ever been to, like, soccer on a Saturday morning (laughs) knows that we come from all walks of life. And that's what yesterday, to me, symbolized. This is Utah. Again, the diversity of the population there last night. And you can be distressed over politics in Utah and partisanship and, and war and rumors of war and everything. But if you were there last night and you saw people coming together, saluting a flag, thanking a family, rising above, saying, and in, in, in the words of our great governor, uh, Spencer Cox, we will never let this sacrifice be in vain. It doesn't matter how many people want to ask if it was. We are not going to let it be in vain. We're not going to let it be wasted or lost or forgotten. I can't tell you how many times in my communication with the family over the weekend, all of them said, we just don't want Taylor to be forgotten. We just don't want you to forget. And I think we made a pretty loud promise last night as a state, and it's a promise I know this state keeps. We will never forget, and we won't let it be wasted or in vain. We will honor them. Taylor and the others, we will honor them by the way we live. I know you say that all of the time on this show, but I... I think it really does just come down to looking around you right now and trying to do something. Yeah. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't feel like you've got to win an award or a prize or a medal or an elected office. Just do something. Do something. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, Senator Reby, uh, Jenny Taylor, thank you so much for uh, joining us and just helping us reflect a little bit on an extraordinary event uh, in our community, our state, last night. A uh, candlelight vigil up at uh, Capitol Hill honoring uh, one of the fallen, one who gave the last full measure of devotion. And, uh, you know, we had uh, Representative Moore on last week when the news broke about um, the loss of uh, Sergeant Hoover and Staff Sergeant Hoover. And he said, you know, it's it can't be in vain. He was part of helping to evacuate 120,000 people. And just imagine, you want to talk about a ripple effect, uh, 120,000 lives will continue and those lives will be extended into others and into others and the difference that they will make. Uh, and that's an extraordinary thing that we cannot forget, that we must not forget. And we will celebrate that every day right here on this show. Stay with us. Hour number two coming up on Inside Sources. Remember, we have Gold Star families today. We have Gold Star communities. Go out and do something to make a difference and prove it today. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.